cat. You want to chat? Laura, are you talking about a church boy chat? Amen. Okay, for the record, <laughs> I always tell Danny his impressions of me are terrible, but that was actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to oh. another episode of Church Boy Chat with Laura and Kat and... This our imposter. This imposter! That, that was not Kat, if you weren't aware. <laughs> um, this, we have our friend Danny with us today. Danilo, how are you? Whipping out the full name. Whipping Ooh. out the full name. Um, I'm doing good. I I am still nervous. Let's <laughs> you know, Danny has some Jesus hair going on, mm-hmm. so I feel like you're already winning this podcast. <laughs> and honestly, the most like voluptuous hair, like very, lots of body. Stuff. Yeah, stop it. I know. <laughs> I'm like teaching your ways. What product know, do you right? use? Mine just falls flat. <laughs> Don't listen to her. She's perfectly coiffed, curled hair. Yeah, they're, they're both of their hairs is actually phenomenal. So I don't know what they're talking about. Oh my goodness. Danny's also single, ladies. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Not the purpose of this podcast. No, I said but, it once. I'll say it again. You know. But if a church boy chat marriage did come out of this, I wouldn't oh, be mad. I wouldn't be mad either. I'd make a speech at the wedding. I would ask if we could podcast the whole wedding. Oh, uh, live podcast? Hello. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that at their wedding? <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's COVID... And you can't have a lot of people. Right. <laughs> then that would be the live stream we'd be announcing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, She's goodness. walking down the aisle. She looks gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Her dad's crying. I don't know if I can I'm crying. Just kidding. I'm an ice queen. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to give it. that walk a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Danny, you can do it with us. <laughs> yeah. I love it. This is supposed to be my wedding, remember? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you oh, yeah. can jump behind the mic. I'm sure you'd be down. Yeah, yeah. Right when she's walking down the aisle, don't think she would. You look beautiful, Karen. I'm sorry, you won't marry a Karen. No. Um, Danny, tell us where you'll be coming from with your church dating perspective. My church dating perspective. Um, huh. Well, I don't have a lot of experience in church dating, necessarily, because... I became Christian about a year ago. Happy one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's been, yeah, one year and a few days. Nice. <laughs> um, Happy one year anniversary. <laughs> As I hand him back a book that I've um, held captive for about two months. Amazing book. Shout out to The Prodigal God by Timothy Keller. Yeah, highly recommend <laughs> this book. Thank you, Marco. Um, yeah, no, Love so... It. My experience in dating in general has varied, and now it's changed pretty drastically as I've become a Christian, and I only recently started going out into the dating world itself. And I know one thing I felt, and I don't know if you've ever felt it, is like, how do I still have fun? (laughs) Oh, I felt it. I can Uh, relate. that, That weird, like... I know Ross was on here saying, like, yeah, that first date, you should just be nitty-gritty talking about all the details of right. of where you're coming from. But also, like, don't forget to go have fun with the, mm-hmm. the date. Right. I agree, because it's, like, make sure the most important stuff is there. Because yeah. why waste people's time? But then you should still have fun. Mm-hmm. It should still be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're not ultimately, I, I mean, I have, this is, like, more of a personal belief, is that if you're not ultimately dating somebody who could be your best friend, like... Right. I don't know how much you're going to really mesh. I think there should be definitely like that friendship component, but then you still have to have the romantic component. Yeah. And I think that's where some people lose sight of the romantic. They're like, 
shall you be my life partner and shall we agree on everything and right. shall we talk about it to the end of time in a room <laughs> never doing anything right just staring at one another right and like and that's the thing it is balance I mean finding that perfect like per- I don't want to say perfect sorry but <laughs> finding that person who best suits you it's all a balance of all those things and so finding somebody that you do consider your best friend but are also romantically involved with you have those feelings you're also attracted to them there's also all these different factors where your lives line up um it's all it's all like a comes into a ball of what's important when it comes to finding somebody. Yeah, but, and then just remembering that God's first in that. And mm-hmm. that's... Amen. Yeah. That's something that's, I don't know, really cool. Uh, yeah. It's also like a kind of a um, relieving thought. I don't know if that's the right word mm-hmm. I'm trying to use. Like a, a relaxing thought that like, oh, I don't reach, I don't get fulfillment, full fulfillment from my partner, from this person I'm trying to date. It right. takes off that pressure. Right. And mm-hmm. you go, no, my full fulfillment comes from God, but... Right. Um, and, and now we can just find out if this is like where, Mm -hmm. where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And I think going back on like, um, getting down to the nitty gritty and like getting to know that person, I think that when it is the right person, getting to know them will be fun. Oh yeah. And all of that will all come in that conversation and that experience and just spending time with each other will be a lot of fun. But I understand what you're getting at of just like making it exciting. Yeah. Making it exciting. And also like, I don't know, for me... It was an interesting interesting transition where um, I'm coming from a place where I didn't necessarily care. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, I didn't necessarily care to the extent about, I don't know, um, I cared more about secular pleasures yeah. in life and different things like that than I cared about, um, like, looking for the right partner for marriage mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. Right. So when you go into a dating situation with that mindset, you're going in for the dating aspect of it, mm-hmm. not for the future aspect of it. Right. And that becomes like a whole, that's a whole nother thing of just, just like, you know, I'm, I'm you're not going in there for the right reasons. And, and for me, I was like, Oh, well I'm, I'm now in this place where I need to be going in for the right reasons. I need to be going in for dating. And I think I felt myself restraining Mm-hmm. Like who I was trying to fit into like the perfect cookie, cookie cutter of Jesus that mm. you can't ever fit. Right. You know, like that thought of like, oh, well, I need to be perfectly polite or I need to be perfectly thankful for everything. And I need to have good conversations about just this stuff. And it's like, like I, on your on your date, you're like talking. Well, let's talk theology. <laughs> Revelation. Okay, I, I legit went on a date, and that's what it, it was. Om, almost <laughs> immediately was just theology. Let's talk about what do you think Predestination. about destination? Yeah, <laughs> speaking in tongues. Yes. No. I don't know. What do you think? What's your spiritual gift? <laughs> you just have cue cards. Yeah. You're, hmm. you're like, well, my Harry Potter house is Hufflepuff. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. She's like, you can't even talk. About about Harry Potter, right? Uh, Satan's novels? <laughs> well, and like that's the thing. I feel like it would be a hard I feel like it would be a hard transition to go from like secular dating and where you're that's like that's not certain things aren't as important or you have different trajectory in a sense. And then now dating as a Christian with putting God first and wanting God in that. It's that's that would be such a transition, I think. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a bit of a transition. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, to say the least. It's yeah, it's it's a 
It's a yeah. It's a weird transition. I can't. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it perfectly. Again, and I feel oh, like that's I fine. <laughs> no, you're great, and everyone's different too with that. But what I really appreciate about Danny as a guest mm-hmm. is you're bringing a fresh perspective that we really haven't had from a man's perspective. Yeah. We had Leah way back mm-hmm. when, and she had a similar perspective. I was telling yeah. you, she was saying, you know, I haven't church dated much yet, mm-hmm. and she had just started church dating. And so she had a really interesting take on it because mm-hmm. she was coming into it with fresh eyes versus someone that had just spent most of their life church dating. Mm-hmm. And I will say that Leah is now in a happily committed relationship. Yeah. So it's good luck, Danny. Once again, it's <laughs> 1-800-CHURCH-BOY-CHAT. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. DM us. We'll hook you up. <laughs> uh, we'll, just, we'll just tag me in this one. <laughs> you guys post it. I love it. But, Instagram link. No. <laughs> Coming in from your perspective, with that in mind, where do you think the church does a really great job of how it kind of encourages dating? Not specifically our church, but just the church in general, or like Christian, air quotes, Christian dating in general. And where do you think there's room for improvement? Um, hmm. What I think is done really well is the, the kind of thought of protecting each other's hearts. Mm. Like, that's something that I learned um, through the church was just like, oh, you, when you go into this, it's kind of that whole, like, making the decision kind of early if you're going to continue doing, like, dating with this person. Because if you really don't see anything, then what's the point? Not right. as terrible as that sounds. No. But um, it's like, okay, well, let's go on. And, and um, you're doing that in order to protect them because when you start getting closer and closer to somebody when you break that off it hurts Mm -hmm. and i think with secular dating you're more likely to push that down the line Mm. for uh either personal pleasure or personal preference or just avoidance of the conversation right right (laughs) because it's not an easy conversation yeah yeah and it's absolutely not and um that's something that i learned that was like oh that's really cool because you do care about these people and then you're just like oh well let me protect them because I care Mm -hmm. about them and let me protect myself in this situation um I would also say that we're really good at being friends (laughs) I would say that we're also like really good at even because churches tend to be a smaller group of people right Mm -hmm. um you can date around the same church (laughs) And everyone might know that, <laughs> but in a weird way, you also have like, you're just able to be friends with all those people. Which is amazing. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. That's been such an amazing experience for me with our church. Mm-hmm. And the, my last church, I only did one guy and I felt like it was a fishbowl. And mm. I was at the cafe there too. And people would, it was great church. It was yeah. just that dynamic there with that it's person hard. in particular and he was in a small group with a lot of staff members. He's very happy now, like, engaged, yeah. doing great things. But, so we got set up by the pastor. Oh. First of all, the only setup I've ever been on the other end of. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> was set up by a pastor. So, <laughs> so you guys know Kat's also um, uh, a cool person. <laughs> I told Danny that I always try to match make him, and he never tries for me. So I appreciate that attempt. Um, yes. So anyways... <laughs> the like I would be at the cafe trapped behind this counter and one by one different staff members would be like a little birdie told me you and this oh, guy no. a little birdie and I was like ah and it felt like that pressure and it was fine after we just decided you know pretty mutually it wasn't there yeah but um 
this has been a really good experience at our church, how people can just be mm-hmm. flip friends and close yeah. friends after dating. So yeah. That's been great. I think that's, it's, uh, it's, I feel like I've seen both sides, but it is very refreshing and very hopeful to see all of the people that come out of, like, just deciding, like, oh, we're not going to. And it, everybody in that friend group is not affected by it. Nobody's right. choosing sides. Nobody's like, they don't want to date me, so I'm never going to talk to them again. Right. Like, it's, there's been such beautiful relationships that have come out to it, out of it, just that are friendships. I think that's super great. And I love the point that you made, Danny, about protecting each other in that mm-hmm. sense, because I'd never thought about it that way. I always thought about, honestly, almost in a selfish way of a person being like, oh, I don't see that person as, you know, my future husband or wife, so I'm going to get out of this before I get too deep. But I love the your view of, like, we're protecting each other to not then be in the relationship where neither one of us are happy or the one person already knows that they don't want to further this relationship anymore. Right, because to your point, I feel like there's the cliche of, like, guard your heart, which mm-hmm. is kind of what you're saying to protect yeah. the heart. But... I think we've seen it in the past of, like, the negative of, like, oh, let me project what I'm feeling about this, but not in a, like, healthy conversation, mm-hmm. just checking in about where the relationship is. And yeah. I love how you defined that. That's so yeah. important. So then what do you think there's room for improvement? Um, huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing is perfect. Yeah, nothing. It's fantastic. Um, I need a second to think of That's that. That's totally where okay. we, where we can improve. It's not because I don't think there's anything that we can improve in. It's just that I haven't given too much thought. I was going to say, you're like, where to start? Yeah, where? <laughs> there's cool. so many things. <laughs> just just more people go to church, guys. <laughs> bigger churches. No. Um... <laughs> I need a bigger pond. Yeah. Bigger, bigger pool. Yes, bigger, bigger pond. T- <laughs> no longer a fishbowl. Um, right? Make the fishbowl. I want an ocean. Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Came from within um, deep. I think it's sometimes uh <laughs> I don't know. I, the weird things I've I've I think about is just like I know I people in church are married really young. Mm-hmm. Um and I know and this this you guys might be thinking I'm going with someplace else. I know I've like thought of approaching somebody and as I was like talking to them just like a regular conversation their husband walked up and I was like oh hey what's that's that man so like, real hi who are you and they're like oh I'm their husband and I was just like cool yeah <laughs> no that's so real and I think I don't know if Kat how Kat feels about this but like when you when you like you go to another church or like you're at church or somebody new comes in and like you're talking to somebody, you always do like the ring look. A hundred, the ring check. You always do the ring check. Always the ring check. Yeah, I wish I knew that when I was... You don't don't do the ring check. You do now. I mean, I I used to ring check in bars, but like I didn't ring (laughs) check. You got a ring check at church too. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, let me go to church and oh, look, there's a lot of, there's a lot of single people... I thought single people here. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's so important. I actually was with um, a friend at church who was engaged, but he didn't have his ring yet. Because he's engaged, yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> there's no person, girl, that came up to him and just started, like, flirting with him hardcore. And he just, like, felt so uncomfortable. And I was like, 
all you gotta do is all you gotta do is like slip in there like oh yeah my fiance and I yep yep or something yep. I will say and, that oh go ahead sorry and like and he felt so awkward and then like she walked away I was like dude he's like I wish I had a ring <laughs> <laughs> can I just say though that I think that's the best safest way to go but I've been very outgoing personality where I'm just mm. like I will treat everyone the same just be like right. ah! and I've had guys like I talked to him for like two seconds and I'm like yeah yeah my girlfriend my girlfriend I'm like oh I was we're good. I'm just, nice. I'm just being friendly <laughs> yeah. but I respect it. I feel like better to be over like but careful on their part. Yeah, and, that's good. yeah, and I will say though that like this girl was coming in, strong. coming in hot. Like it was obvious, <laughs> and like they were like very friendly people. And I always think that too. Like, like oh, I think that person's just being friendly or whatever. Right. But then like, there's a difference between friendly and like right. Well, you gotta be. That's another thing with when you're in church, you gotta be extra because everyone's so friendly to each yeah. other. It's hard yeah. to discern. We've talked about that. Yeah, you have to be like, okay, is this guy just, this girl just being super nice yeah. because I'm at the same church? Right. Am I at, feel welcome. I'm, oh, I'm at the yeah. welcome table. That's why they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> They just beeline to you from the door. <laughs> He's like, they saw my tattoos. <laughs> oh, hello. He must be new. Oh, hi. I'm oh, I'm at the welcome table. Whoops. Yeah. I'm at the next stage. Oh, you wanted a oh. Bible. Here you go. <laughs> my friend Rye, our friend Rye, has a bunch mm-hmm. of tattoos. And I feel like it's changing now. More people are getting some really cool ink like you, yeah. Danny. But she's like, all these Christian things you take me to. Like, not necessarily our church, but just, like, group things. She's like, I'm always the only one with tattoos. Like, could you, like, basically, like, bring me someone with some, like, cool people. People with more tattoos. <laughs> right. Jeez. Tattoos so don't great. make you cool. Just so you know. <laughs> Everybody's, like, up. running out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tattoos are cool. cool. Um, okay, so you've identified some places that the church could grow. Mm-hmm. What about single women? Is there any advice you would just give straight to the single ladies? Like, something you wish they knew that maybe they might not be aware of? Might have been mentioned before, mm. but um, you feel free to approach us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jonah said this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm just yeah. kidding. But your opinion's valid. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like sound like I just dismissed that. I'm just kidding. No. No, it's the same way. I you should have saw their anyway. faces. They dismissed me. Yeah. We rolled our eyes yeah. real aggressively. Ugh. No. No, I I get that. I get I that. It. I think I because I've thought about this a lot. I thought about this after Jonah said it, um, and then after hearing a lot of other guys reiterate the same thing, I've thought about it, and I think I think the thing is is that there needs to be almost like an equal like give and take because I think I think some girls we've we've talked about this as well with other friends, but some girls have this idea in their mind that that they're going to get the guy by kind of like uh, running away or ignoring him. Alicia had brought it up in, oh, in our episode about how she like would run away. She would be like, oh, I like that guy. And then just avoid him. And I would do the same thing for the longest time. So it was like this weird built in mentality from like fairy tales and growing up that like the prince is going to find you. He's going to 100% approach you. Yeah. And I think growing up and maturing and becoming an adult and <laughs> taking your actions um, in a mature manner is that you should get to know that person. You should show interest at least. Yeah. I don't think every girl needs to start approaching every guy she likes to be like, hey, I like you. You know? No, I'm just saying feel no. free to every once yeah, in a while. No, every once in a while. And I think that that's, I think that that's healthy. But I also think that um, a good point is that for the guy to lead a marriage... 
it would be nice for him to like give a hint. <laughs> <laughs> Lead but, that first know, move, yeah. all that stuff. No, yeah, I totally agree. And I, I mean, yes, a lot, a lot yeah. tends to fall. I think on guys when it comes mm-hmm. to like the dating. Yeah world i think also with what you're talking about disney movies and stuff like that i mean a guy yeah exactly guys taught that like you give a little bit of effort you put this much effort in and they're yours yeah and you go i'm gonna do that and then they're like no right (laughs) okay (laughs) um i thought you were being nice that whole that whole thing where i Mm -hmm. thought you were being nice to me because you were flirting right (laughs) no it's hard so I'd love to also ask, what is anything you would love? You've got two single women here that you are curious about. Mm. I'm in the thinker pose now. He is. We talked about like what the kind of like a first date expectation with Ross, right? You guys talked about this whole like um, being able to find like these important things where you line up. And then mm-hmm. I'm talking about like also don't forget to have fun. Mm-hmm. But What's, like, your ideal situation for a first date and when it comes to that? I love this question. You want to start, Laura? Oh, no, you please start. Okay. (laughs) Here's my thing. Every Girl's Different, our OG podcast with Peter, we actually kind of talked about this. And I am going to recognize before I say mine that I think there's a big spectrum of what women prefer. Because some women prefer it much more casual, more like just a hangout. And so I'll say that I think it depends on the girl and feeling out where she's at. But for myself, I love it to feel like a date because I feel like in Christian dating, I've gone on a lot that just feel really casual and it's hard for me to see if there's a click sometimes in that setting, which also begs the question of like, should there be a click even in a casual setting? You know, like maybe Mm -hmm. that's the gist of it. But I love old school. Like they, if you know them well enough, they come and pick you up. They pick the place. And I think it's really sweet. Like, obviously, you could pick a place. Like, you could drive yourself. But I like that, like, show of, hey, I would love to offer you this. Like, Mm -hmm. can I come pick you up? I've got this place. If that sounds good to you, da-da-da-da. I love that. And I like, I think it's funny you get to dress up a little. Obviously, not, like, super fancy. I don't want you to take me out on, like, a four-course meal. (laughs) I honestly love, if you do drink, like, obviously, no pressure if people don't. But I love just going out for drinks on a first date. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun to dress up. It's like an easy atmosphere, but you're not drinking to get drunk or like using it in a bad way. Um, but I think just casual, like um, grab drinks, they pick you up is a really great first date. Yeah. So no jorts. No jorts. No jorts and no like overalls. I mean, oh, I mean, depends on the girl. <laughs> it, all, it all depends on the girl. Yeah. You never know. Day. Um, I would say something very similar. I would say probably like either. Like a coffee or drinks, and then like walking right. around oh, and talking. Walk. A good night walk. Yeah, and yes. just like walking and talking and getting to know each other, and which I do in a friends too, but on yeah. a date it's just magical. Yeah, but I also agree with the whole picking you up thing, and I mean it also depends on how comfortable you are with that person. If I don't know him or all. Maybe it'd be better for me to give me myself my own ride. Right. Yeah, dating app. Maybe just go meet there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. But if if it's somebody that you know and it's already been made known that this is in fact a date and not just us hanging out, and it's like okay, well then let's let's actually treat it like a date. Yeah. Let's dress nicer, not crazy nice, but right. let's dress nicer and enjoy the time and enjoy each other's company and do that. 
But everybody's different. Like, some people might love, like, their first date being six flags. But some people it. might, like, I get motion you know, sickness. I know, me too. I, oh, honey. <laughs> so, 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 no, like, outdoor activity But, like, dates. oh, no. Like, I mean, Let's go a, nice, a nice picnic. <laughs> hiking is for when I know you. Right. Especially when you're in the middle of nowhere. But, but again, to the yeah, journey. That's I think fair. hiking's yeah. a good second date. I love the first date to, like, feel like a date. And then from there, do more of, like, the... Um, Stuff where you are like, hey, if we were actually dating, I could see myself hiking with someone or stuff like that. Yeah. And I do think you should continue dating someone even if you are in, like, a relationship. But I like mm-hmm. the idea of that first time, like, let's see what this could feel like in a very, like, romantic yeah. setting and see what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also such a clear picture for women that, or at least for me, against being myself, is that it's just a first date and it's mm-hmm. no pressure if it doesn't work out. Like, I'm yeah. not expecting a second date just because we went a first. The first right. is to see, like, oh... Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Good question, Danny. I love that you guys brought up the walk, because my favorite thing is, like, go to, like, so we're all in L.A., so it'd be, like, Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, mm. for example. Oh, yeah. Good choice. You go walk down. You can people watch. Mm-hmm. You can you can listen to live performers. You can see people. I mean, even downtown Burbank here, you have, yeah. like, a couple people who are singing and playing guitar, mm-hmm. usually, like, nightly. And, like, you can just kind of jump in on those and be like, oh, cool. And you get a chance to kind of, like, see, I don't know, walk with the person to see how you enjoy just, like, walking and right. talking yeah. and, and, like, what kind of fun you can actually have, like, in a very simple situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think it needs to be fancy in the sense of, like, expensive, but just, like, romantic. Yeah. And I think a walk and talk, like, is romantic at night with the lights. Yes. That's where my thing is. Yeah. Not expensive, just special. Yes, that exactly. Can I tell you one of my, like, dream dates yes. that I want to go yes. on? Okay. So, and you can definitely take this idea. This is not owned by me. Um... Okay, so there's... Take out notepad. Yeah. <laughs> there is this Italian restaurant around Venice Beach, and they play every hour on the hour, Dean Martin's That's More. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And then what? they also have, like, in Venice Beach, they have, like, canals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, at night, especially at Christmas time, there's lights. And then go and walk along the canals oh. by all the pretty houses. <laughs> do it. Do it. Somebody do this. When Everybody do this. Next party date, I'm going to be like, listen here. I'm going to help you out. This yeah. is a take her canal. This is it. Amore. Amore. <laughs> That's amore. I got you, girl. Forget you ever told me this. That's <laughs> amore. I'm sorry. I just got your fun. Amazing. Amazing. Danny, yeah. you've been killing it so far. I would love to hear... We talked about... So we might have different opinions on this, and I think it's so good. I think... I was just talking to my mom on the way here, (laughs) and she was saying how on one of our episodes we had a different opinion than the guest, and we were saying how it's a great thing. Yeah. Because it just shows that people can bring different perspectives to the table and disagree well. Because the Bible is very clear in some things, but some areas are gray, and like Mm -hmm. how people perceive them is different, so it's good to come in and talk about it. So, Danny Lazo, we have talked before about dating and having the person you date share your faith as a Christian and whether or not we think that's important. Laura and I are of the mindset that it is, Mm -hmm. and Danny has been wrestling with that idea, so we'd love to hear you speak to it. I think... (laughs) Okay, so... It's a very interesting topic. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like most people fall on the side that 
ultimately, I think I don't think the Bible's exactly like murky about this. They, 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 <laughs> I don't think it's been it's not been talked about. Like there, there are in in what Corinthians are talking about like being equally yoked. Yeah. And um. But. <laughs> um. I feel like now that can mean different things. I don't know if that like that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I don't necessarily feel like someone has to be a full believer when you start dating them. And I don't think that they have to be necessarily I guess when any like there's no requirement I don't think necessarily for you to make them that way like right, you don't you ever you don't want to try to say you don't want to even have that thought of like I'm the one who's gonna say right, right. That's not, like that's not your you thing mm-hmm. but I feel like ultimately it is it is some like right now I, like you said I am kind of wrestling with it so like even right now my answer I feel is kind of eh because. I'm still having that conversation myself with God, you know, like that's something that is, I think a personal, I think between the people and, and God, that's mm-hmm. like the conversation, like, Hey, where are you? Cause it's about keeping God first in your life. So if you know, ultimately that your decisions aren't based off of this person, it's based off of, off of God and what, what's going to bring him glory and what's going to be best for you or like what he's trying to do. I mean, I don't feel like stopping someone from being in your life that way just because they aren't Christian. I don't think that's necessarily the worst thing. No, I have a question. If you don't mind. Yes. Um, and you, you said not a believer when you start dating them, would you ideally want them to be a believer down the road? Like Um, for marriage? Yeah. I think it's a, um, that's where, that's where more like the conversation Mm -hmm. has been happening for me is like the most important part of my life would be my faith. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about. He's pointing to me. Yes. (laughs) He's pointing to Ken. Ken, I've talked about like, well, whether or not you would be able to ultimately share that with somebody who never. Believes it. Believes it. You know, never believes in Christ and believes in God. And that's been an idea I've been wrestling with because mm-hmm. there, there are people out there. I mean, that I meant that are like, yeah, I have no problem with your faith. Like I, I get it. I respect what you're doing. I just personally don't. And it has let me <laughs> continue growing and I continue my walk, but I can see where there are like disconnects right. in what we might talk about. And that's where it, I get a little like, yeah, it would be nice. It mm-hmm. would be probably ultimately something I would prefer as if, mm-hmm. yeah, they end up being a Christian. But now I can't go into a relationship with someone who's not Christian and expect that to happen. Because right. then, again, we're turning back into this whole, like, mm-hmm. faith. Am I going to save them? Or is is my... And that's that's a whole another thing. Right. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think... I made the mistake kind of trying to date like when I first became a Christian and then I was in a weird way tying my faith to people. Right. Not just to mm-hmm. not just to God, even though I was pretty sure that, that I was making the right decision in my life. Right. I think right. but I think subconsciously, like 
when that thing when that ended like I was like really shook grew my relationship with God ultimately which was amazing Mm -hmm. but I was like oh maybe as a new Christian I really shouldn't be dating anybody right Right. now Like, (laughs) like let me let me figure all this stuff out so I mean that's there's a lot of things I'm still figuring out and I just don't think it's if I could leave everybody with one thing, if I could leave, if I could yes. leave anybody who's like new to the faith or who's new to dating in the faith, one thing is don't be afraid to ask these questions, to find out for yourself with God mm-hmm. and like stop your, don't like necessarily, you don't have to stop yourself from dating just because like, I need to know all the answers before I start mm-hmm. dating. Like, mm-hmm. like, no, get yourself a good foundation yeah. you know build it on the rock mm-hmm. of Jesus and then feel free to go ask those questions and find out as, yeah. as you grow in your faith with them and you will learn I mean I'm learning as I go I just started dating mm-hmm. for the first time in Christ, like in in the Christian world, yeah, 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 in the Christian world. Uh, I think that's such a good point, Danny, as yeah. far as, we quote Jonas on this all the time, mm-hmm. but he said something really good about challenge every belief that's kind of been instilled or given yeah, to you. Exactly. And I think it's really important to spend that time with God, spend that time with his word and studying it on what he says um, for coming to conviction, because I think you have to understand it in order to understand why you're being obedient. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's great to hear your perspective yes. on that issue. Um, Laura, do you want to share yours? Um, about, oh, sorry, question? About <laughs> dating slash getting married to someone who doesn't share your beliefs as a right. Christian. Um, I would say that I'm, I ultimately don't want that. I definitely want a husband who has a very strong faith, good relationship with Christ, is able to lead the marriage in that way. Um, personal experience, which is not my marriage, obviously, I've never been married, but, um... <laughs> My <laughs> my uh, mom and my stepdad, like my stepdad's not a believer at all, and my mom is. Her faith is very strong, um, but that has definitely caused a lot of um, friction and um, different things that my mom definitely can't stand beside. But because that's that is her husband, she does stand beside him and all of that, and that has caused a lot of strain on our relationship as a mother and daughter and me understanding her heart as a Christian. Um, cause there was a lot of things that my stepdad would do or say to me that I don't think was a way to love a person, but my mom stood beside him and all that. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's for me personally, I definitely don't want that. I want him to be very strong in his faith mm-hmm. and I just want us to be able to bond in that. And I feel like there's a lot of, I think, also, in a relationship, in a marriage, when you have the same belief system and you can keep each other accountable and grow together towards Christ, there's a lot, I think, that it would add to um, emotionally and also intimately mm-hmm. between you. There's a lot there that I feel like would just like bond you closer. So I think that's very important for those reasons. I love that. And I love what you brought up, Danny, about scripture, because I feel like I had always gone to that same verse about like the equal yoke mm-hmm. and definitely interpreted that way as far as faith. But I think it's a good challenge to myself to go back and do the research and make sure that I'm reading that within context correctly. Like right. when you said like you're like not sure if that's what that meant. I think mm-hmm. that's a really good point. I'm making sure I'm doing my due diligence yeah. of researching because I think it's, yeah, like you said, important to start with the word and then work through it with God and see where he's convicting you. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as a guide having the word, 
And I think for myself, with speaking to my experience, and again, we've gotten a chance to talk through all of this with both mm-hmm. of you, which I love, I had a relationship where he was... He had some similar beliefs, but he had some, like, questions about a lot of, like, Christian beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I was really upfront with him where I was like, you know, I know I want this in marriage. Um, but he really wanted to try it. So try it and, like, said he was willing to come to church and Bible study to see if that would kind of develop, basically. And I really appreciate that. And looking back, I don't know if I would have made the same decision, but I decided that we would try it. Yeah. But unfortunately, what came out of that was this dynamic where it was kind of tied to if we were going to make it or not. And so it almost felt like I, again, like you made such a good point, Danny, of like, you're not going to save that person. That's only what Christ can do. So you can encourage someone in faith and like walk through them with questions and all those things. But it's their choice of whether they believe or not in Christ working in them. Obviously, the whole time of theology there, but overall, that's how I'd say it. And all that to say, I always felt that there was that unhealthy dynamic of like... Mm. He definitely wanted to keep going in the relationship, but I knew I would want that eventually. And if that wasn't moving forward, you know, what would that look like? And anyways, that is something I've seen a lot of friends walk through recently is dating someone who doesn't share their belief and getting really attached. And I think that makes it hard, just again, from my own perspective, hard as you're growing deeper with someone that Mm -hmm. there might not be a future with, or then you do decide to enter into a marriage with them without being able to share the most important part of your life with that person the sense of like talking about your every day like hey mm-hmm. this happened to me today i'm really praying through a decision yeah. trying to say what god has for me and i really appreciate when someone else who doesn't share my belief can respect it like you're saying i think that's mm-hmm. amazing but not being able to connect with them in that way of them being like oh what about this verse like as a guide you know the mm-hmm. you know god's word is a guide and truth and all that or like i can pray for you and just leaving that part of prayer with you. And so mm-hmm. just wanting to be able to share that most important part of my life yeah. with the most person, important human person yeah. in my life. Um, but I think it's good to have these conversations because yeah. I know a lot of friends in the church that feel very similar to you are wrestling with it like you do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's really good to have these conversations yeah. and be like, we can, uh, you know, all have different perspectives on it, yeah. but come together. And I also think that like as people that have like grown up in like in faith, it's something that we've never really taken time to question. Personally, myself, I haven't taken... It's just like, I'm like, oh, that's what I want. You know? That's what I want. And then I love that you, as an adult, you're going through this and you're asking God these questions and you're working through it and you're defining it and figuring it out. And I think that that's great. Yeah, I think I think it's important, one, to... I mean, again, I lived a completely different life. BC days. Um, BC! <laughs> Um, I lived a completely different life over a year ago, and um, f- one, finding a weird way of mixing both who I am and then also who I am in Christ together and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, and and I think it's important to question your beliefs, because if you haven't, are they, like, really your beliefs? Right. You know, yeah. what, like, where's your heart at in the situation? Mm-hmm. Where 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 are you at? And so, yeah, I find, I find it important to question, but also get out there and grow and, and mm-hmm. really, I mean test God, you know, t- test yourself. And then, and I mean, it's kind of wonderful. We have a God that's willing to wrestle with us about those type yeah. of questions. Cause we are human here, yeah. <laughs> um, figuring out things. And, uh, yeah. I love that. Danny. Okay. We have to ask, mm-hmm. what number are you on the Enneagram? <gasps> okay. I haven't, you know what? Okay. So, <laughs> 
Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> oh. you're so, so I I retook the test. Okay. And I like took the test. And I've been reading more. I'm like two. Mm. Really? Yeah. In a uh, um, and unfortunately, I lean towards the unhealthy too. Um, uh, that is something I am growing in my life. Would you say when you say unhealthy about that number in unhealth, how they expect something in return when they help? Yes and no. It's like I don't, but I think I I, I get affected more when like it's not reciprocated in any sort of way. Got it. Not like, I'm not like, expe- it's not like a, I did this for you and give me this back. <laughs> give me same type of effort. But it's like that, like, I think I get, I get really annoyed with ungratefulness for things. And I feel like it's just like simple. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know, like some of those. And like, I, I realize like, and then that will put me like unconsciously into an, uh, like an frustrated mood. That's so interesting because I'm a wing too. And Danny and I always have, like, help helping fights, if that makes sense. Where, like, I want to, like, I'm like, let me serve you. Because, like, all my friends, that was our catchphrase in college. My roommates and I was like, <laughs> let me serve you. Like, annoyingly Christian cliche. But, um, <laughs> but like, I'll, like, whenever anyone comes to my house, I'm like, let me. Mama March comes mm-hmm. out. I'm like, let me feed you. Let me make you comfortable. And Danny used to live super far away. He doesn't anymore. But sometimes he would crash on our couch. And I'd be like, let me make your couch bed up. Let me get the fitted sheet. And he'd be like, no, stop it. I'm going to sleep on the couch. It's fine. I'm like, let me get the fitted sheet for you, Danny. <laughs> so Let me do it. <laughs> so we'd fight each other on like, because sometimes that's it's hard to receive help as a helper. Yes. And that's something I think I was learning too. Is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, well, I need to reread it. But I know it was like, well, it was only within the past like month I realized it. Like I was reading and like looking into it and I was like, I ain't got to talk to Kat about this at some point. Because <laughs> Kat knows. It's so funny. Kat's addicted to the Enneagram. I do love, but it's not a guide for your life. I think that's very important. Yeah. It's a fun way to, I think, understand different perspectives better though, which mm-hmm. has been really great for me. So that's why I love hearing, as far as knowing where people are coming from with their church thing mm-hmm. perspective, it's great to know their Enneagram type of thing. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of just fun. Just a yeah. fun tidbit. So you're yeah. too. learning your yeah, learning your wounds, learning where you fail, mm-hmm. learning. You, it's very interesting to learn, like when it's break broken down in this way, like you know, yeah. being a two or within mm-hmm. the number. It's really interesting to learn about yourself in such a way that you can, you can grow and tackle certain things mm-hmm. specifically about yourself, and then also you can learn how to explain certain things to other people about yourself. Right. Yeah. So good. Especially like bring it back to the dating situation. You right. Know? Learning something like that is pretty cool. Cause then you could be like, Oh, well this is how like, you know, yeah. we go into love languages. You mm-hmm. guys have talked about that, you know, what like, a good, can I just shout out real quick? Danny yeah. is such a great person to have on here because he has listened to almost every single episode, which we really appreciate. And I love that you've been referencing them during mm-hmm. your episode. It's so cool. <laughs> Amazing. It's because I'm not original. Um, no. <laughs> Quick shout out while we're talking about big fans. He's incredible travels where he like scales mountains and almost dies and mm-hmm. Mama Marge worries. But um, Gertrude. Oh, let's not even. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he has this great Instagram account and is a great actor. He has his own um, webisodes on YouTube called Roommates. Yeah. <sighs> I'm burning up in here. Um, it's not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I take compliments as good as these two ladies do. Oh, makes sense. Uh, okay, I get it, I get it. If you've listened to their other episodes. Um, yeah, we, yes, Perkele Coyote, that's just my travel page. And then um, uh, Roommate Season 3 just got released on YouTube. But um, that's, that's fun content. Um Anything else? Um, at his Harry Potter house, he's a fellow Hufflepuff, even though Aww. he looks like Sirius Black. That's been your costume a lot, mm-hmm. I've heard. <laughs> I've done it once. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Hufflepuff. I'm a two. I'm an E N T P E N T P. Oh, an E N F P. I used to be an E N F P. Oh, we're not the same person. Minus the beard. Exactly. You know. Oh my gosh! I will fight you. He just rubbed her face. No, he did. I'm just kidding. Um, and uh, I have an anxious attachment style. Oh, oh, you're telling us about that. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. People should take that attachment style test. You know, you get to find out what kind of attachment you are. Do that. We should for next. That'll be a nice topic. Mm. Yeah. Well, Danny, it has been a pleasure. You are such a dear friend to me. The yeah. fact the, the fact that I can say I will fight you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I realize it just came out. I don't, you know, for all of our guests, we're not on the level with all of them. She abuses me. I do. <laughs> Danilo Alberto. Last name. Oh, it's on your Instagram. Lazo. Lazo. Uh, I knew it. I didn't know if you wanted it revealed on the air. On the air. Anyway, it's such a joy having yes. you. Thank you so much. No, it was a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me on here with my vast knowledge <laughs> and experience in dating. Love it. Love it. Cat <laughs> um, Imposter, you want to send us out? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Laura, is that the end of our church boy chat? It is, deep-voiced cat. <laughs> and if you guys want to go and... Um, Check out our Instagram page, follow us there, subscribe to wherever you listen to our podcast if you can subscribe. Um, yeah, we hope you guys have a lovely day. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play. Google Play, we're on everything. You we're can find on all us the anywhere. things. Yes. Yeah, okay. Instagram. Bye. <laughs> Bye.